Greetings. Welcome back to Alex's fun little podcast. I had a fun little weekend, a fun big weekend. It was my 31st birthday and what a birthday it was. I've had my last two birthdays um, pretty much like in COVID and lockdown as most people have. And so we've kept it pretty light and celebrations and things we've been doing, but they were birthdays at home and they meant a lot to me and were really special. But Michael just blew it out of the water this birthday. I I have to commend him because it was so special. And if you know Michael, you know that he's so thoughtful, but he's so bad at keeping secrets. Um, I'm, I'm not trying to put him on roast while I say something nice about him, but he's really bad at keeping secrets. And somehow he, he kept so many for this weekend. It was a challenge the whole time. Mm-hmm. I could tell, I could tell it was something you were struggling with. You were not yourself for the last, last few days, but I appreciate it. So it all started on Thursday. Michael had me take a half day off Thursday and a full day off Friday. And, and that felt peculiar because I knew I was going to be streaming on Thursday night, my hundredth stream on newness. And so I knew we weren't traveling anywhere, but I, I still had no idea. He brought home lunch on Thursday and he said, Hey, why don't you go outside? I put your food outside. And when I walked outside, my best friend since first grade was sitting on our couch and I was in, I was in shock, honey. Like it was unbelievable. It was everything. I couldn't believe she was sitting there at my house. Uh, my friend, Missy, we've been best friends since first grade. She was first, my first enemy. Um, we did not get along when I was the new girl in town and, and moved to Schroeder elementary and then we became really fast friends and have been friends ever since. But she was here for 48 hours to celebrate my birthday. And then later that evening, I was upstairs and Michael said, hey, can you go downstairs and let Maple out? And when I get downstairs again, uh, my very, very, very talented and wonderful friend, Shirley, Shirley Temple, that is her full legal name, yes, um, was also sitting on the couch. She was there to celebrate. And also she is the most unbelievable private chef. Like I look at cooking differently because of Shirley. She's taught me so much the day she comes out with a cookbook. Like it's over, it's over for everybody else because she's just takes such a different approach to cooking. It was her idea to come into town and chef a private dinner on Friday night at our house. I say private because like, obviously it's private. It's at my house, but the whole experience just had me feeling like a major celebrity I mean, surely chefs for celebrities uh, quite frequently. And the fact that we were like going over a menu and Missy and Michael were setting up the tables. It was my real housewife moment. Like in that moment, I was like, where are the Bravo cameras? Like this is priceless footage they could be filming for the real housewives of Las Vegas. That's all I'm going to say. If they ever need a trailer or like uh, not a trailer, but not, that's how I know I'm not ready. Uh, an audition tape. I feel like I could just go back to this birthday party and be like, look at these luxurious things that I do in my backyard. When really most of the times in the backyard, I'm just laying out there with my Martha Stewart living magazine, which by the way, for $5.99 a month, Martha, I'm kidding guys. We don't, we don't have any ads yet, but soon I hope don't know how that works, but I'll figure it out. You actually had me go in there for a minute. I'm like, Oh my God. <laughs> can you, can you, I don't see what's to stop me from promoting Martha Stewart living like an ad. I mean, I don't have to say it's an ad. I can just like, you know, talk about the facts. I feel like maybe they'd appreciate that. Give them a, a couple freebies. 
All right. A follow-up from the last episode, which was a bonus episode. It was an Oscars 2022 recap. Just really quickly, a update on the situation. Will Smith issued an apology last night uh, via Instagram. And I thought it was a very good apology. Normally when I see celebrity apologies, I'm like, "Mm, like you made an excuse or you skirted around the truth or I I thought it was very direct. I thought it was heartfelt. And at the end of the day, I will never know. We will never know what was going on inside his head, what happens in his marriage. I, the more I've thought about it, uh, I can't imagine how Jada must have felt. And I just hope that she is lifted up and celebrated because she's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my life. And I just, I hope that she is lifted up in upcoming weeks because that definitely, without a doubt, had to hurt. On a, on a global stage like that to be called out for um, a, a disease and illness. That sucks. But I, I liked his apology. So I just wanted to give a follow up on that because that feels like the professional podcast thing to do. I wanted to talk about something today that came up during my stream on newness last week. It's not correlated to anything we've talked about yet on the podcast, but it feels like it needs to be mentioned very early on. On my newness stream last week, I can't remember how it came up. But we talked about how when you were between the tender age of 14, 15, and you would, let's say, let me set the scene. You're 14, 15 years old. You've gotten tickets to your favorite band's concert. Jonas Brothers, One Direction, Five Sauce, (laughs) Five Seconds of Summer. What is Five Sauce? I think it's what the abbreviation for Five Sauce, that was a little beyond my time. Uh, but I think it's five seconds of summer. I, I think they also had a lot of hype. Oh, I thought it was like five spaghetti sauce. sauce. Five, <laughs> your favorite concert, spaghetti sauce. Um, honestly, that tracks. That sounds like a band I'd like to see. Uh, if if you are thinking back a little bit further in sync, Backstreet Boys, O-Town, New Kids on the Block, whatever. You're about to go to your concert. You get in the shower to get ready. You are shaving yourself from head to toe. Now, when we mentioned this on the stream, Michael was floored. He was in shock. He could not understand why at 14 was like, I need to make sure my legs are shaved for this Jonas Brothers concert. Like I, even younger, I remember I was like, mom, I have to, I have to start shaving my legs. Like I have a concert to go to. And I just wanted to elaborate further on this because I feel like he still doesn't understand. And it feels like a, moment in preteen culture that doesn't get talked about that we should normalize because I feel like most people did this. And if you're listening to this and like, Alex, what are you talking about to prepare to go to a concert? I like went to a little Caesars before and and had a slice of pizza. The girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. I'm very defensive of this because Michael thinks this is batshit crazy. When you are a preteen and your hormones are just running absolutely rampant, cannot be controlled, and there is someone in your life like a Nick Jonas or a Joe Jonas or a Harry Styles, it is your fantasy, no matter where you are sitting in the arena, that somehow they are going to see you and be like, wow, she's the one, that she's so different from anybody else here. Meanwhile, I was wearing, I mean, truly the ugliest outfits known to man, and I really thought, like, I'm different. Like Nick Jonas is going to spot me in the audience sobbing and say, that's her. 
but I still don't quite understand where the shaving comes into play. I mean, so let's really, say he let's really say he not? does see you. you, do you so you really don't understand the reason? You the re- are the one. What what's next? <laughs> you called up on stage. A, li- a lifetime of happiness. That's why you're going in the tour bus. I, <laughs> why are the do the sh- legs need to be shaved <laughs> if you have been chosen from the crowd as the one? Just in case you are chosen, and like security comes up to you, and they're like, "Hey, Nick wants to see you backstage." And you're like, "Hell yeah, this is it." Tell school I'm not coming tomorrow, or maybe ever. You just have to be ready for whatever could ensue. Like you can't have Nick Jonas seeing and touching your hairy legs like that's not that's not acceptable it's not part of the fantasy wow so your fantasies are pretty detailed at 13 years old okay i'll go a little bit older i'll maybe say like 14 15 but i have seen this on tiktok i know this is a universal experience you are in that shower with your venus razor head to t- like naked mole rat vibes going into the concert okay you have to be ready at a moment's notice to live out your complete fantasy and what's funny is like, I couldn't have cared less if I went to school and was like, oh my God, like my leg is stubble. But God forbid up from that stage when I am sitting in the nosebleeds, Justin Bieber can see that I have stubble because somehow that could happen. And I'm going to say, I, I'm really going to say a, a couple of years ago, I uh, met the Jonas Brothers in person and I wore jeans. So that is called maturity. That is called development. It also calls I'm, I'm married. I will preface that. that. That changes things a bit. I feel like I need to to give you one. Did you ever go to concerts growing up, Michael, where you thought like like a Britney Spears concert? I feel like you went to Britney Spears. You're like, hey, it's not impossible. I didn't go to concerts, really. The only one I can actually remember as a child was Avril Lavigne and Simple Plan. Okay. But with my parents. That slaps. So mm, that's I different. If, I don't know if it really counts. It counts. That's an amazing, amazing concert, but that's a different vibe. Like when you're just going with your girlfriends and your mom drops you off. And you're running rampant around the Palace of Auburn Hills, hormones flying through the air. Yeah, I didn't really go to concerts. I did uh, sporting events instead. I wasn't a big concert person. Yeah, if I go to a sporting event, I don't feel the need to shave anything, to be honest. Like, it's not... I'm good. Is Nick Jonas at the sporting event? Then no. Is Justin Bieber at the sporting event? Mm, I'm good. He might be. You actually, honestly, probably have a better chance of seeing a celebrity at a sporting event than you do at a preteen concert. Wow, that is a loophole, Michael. That does feel like a social setting that maybe I would actually have a chance of speaking with them rather than at a concert where you know they're just getting on the tour bus right after and leaving. I'm here for you. Here to help. I do recall hearing stories of girls, though, being like, oh, yeah, such and such artist. I hung out with them backstage. After. Like, not girls at my school, but like seeing it on the internet, like on MySpace and stuff, and being like, whoa. They, like, it's because they shaved their legs. Mom, take me to Target. I need a Venus. Well, this did actually happen to you later in life, right? You did Don't get the bring tour it bus call. Don't. You have to. All right. A couple years ago, let's call it seven years ago, I, on a whim, went to a Beach Boys concert uh, with my friend Monica and... Can't remember if I shaved my legs or not. I think I didn't care. I think I was like, mm, this is the last minute thing. Let me throw on an outfit and let's go. First, we're in the crowd. We are probably one of 10 people in the crowd under the age of 65. So we already had that going for us. I should have known. We get called up on stage to dance and sing. It was great. It was totally innocent and fun. Then after the show, somebody on their team 
says, hey, do you want to meet the Beach Boys? And we're like, yeah, we'll meet the Beach Boys. So then we met the Beach Boys. All fun, all good. Meet the Beach Boys. Bye. Let's go home. Monica and I are waiting outside the venue for an Uber. We're like some of the last people there because obviously we we're busy like backstage hanging out with the Beach Boys. So we're kind of standing out in the parking lot and all of a sudden the Beach Boys tour bus rolls up. I was like, do you guys have a ride home? And we're like, oh yeah, we're just waiting on our Uber. And mind you, these are guys in like their 60s, 70s and it's all their wives, all their kids. And they're like, well, where are you going? We're like, oh, we're going to Birmingham. And like our hotel's in Birmingham. Do you just want us to give you a ride? For anyone that's impressionable that's listening to this, I would not recommend getting on a tour bus of people that you don't know when they ask you if you want to ride home. Probably not the safest, but I felt better knowing that there were families on this bus. I also had a couple margaritas. I mean, Margaritaville. is That's Jimmy Buffett. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. But anyways, we decided to get on the tour bus. It's a ride home. So the Beach Boys did drive me and my friend Monica home from their own concert. There was pizza on the bus. They each gave us a bottle of wine as we were like, they just dropped us off at home. Mike was like, how are you getting home? I was like, literally there's going to be a tour bus outside of our place. And it's the beach boys. Look what happens when you don't shave your legs. You guys, there's hope. You had your moment. It wasn't the moment I asked for, but it's the moment that I got. So it's not impossible. Live your dreams. Do I wish maybe that had been the in like in sync tour bus? Of course I do. I was a little young for that though. Like I wish I would have just, Maybe it's the Jonas Brothers. Okay. It's always going to be the Jonas Brothers for me. That will never die. This week, I thought we'd keep Ask Alex light and fun. And it's something I I get asked frequently, but it's especially pertinent because the Sephora sale is coming up. If you don't know, it's their yearly sale for Rouge. It starts on April 1st. So just a couple of days now. Hot tip. I could never be a Rouge level. But my sister and I share our Sephora Beauty Points account, and therefore we are Rouge because it's all of our purchases combined. So if you have a friend, a sister, a brother, a mother, a father, a teacher, that might be bizarre, but you could split your Beauty Points account with them. Then you get Rouge and you get early access. That's my hot tip of the day. But I thought it could be fun. Instead of giving advice, give some beauty advice and all the things I would buy from the Sephora sale. And I'll kind of go through it category by category. So it's not just overwhelming, like get these 10 blushes or these six contour sticks. I'm going to go with my Holy grail. Can't be without items that you can get at the Sephora sale, or you could get them at any time. They, they really are worth it, but the sale helps. Let's start with the face because that just feels like a good place to start. It's up top. I'm looking at it in the camera right now. It, it feels right. Concealer. If you need a concealer, the one I live and die by is the NARS Creamy Concealer. I have been using this for what feels like a decade, maybe. When nobody else was there for me, NARS Concealer was. It is creamy. It's great coverage. It's just a wonderful, wonderful concealer that doesn't crease. It actually covers. It's very buildable. It's the goat. It's the goat of concealers. It's the coat. It's the seagoat. G-coat. What is it? G-coat. G-coat. It's the G-coat. This is why I, I don't watch sports. I just, I'll go for the celebrities, I guess, like Michael said. Also on face, if I had to go with a blush, I'm a very big cream blush. I'm not as big on powder, 
the Westman Atelier Baby Cheeks Blush in pretty much any color. You can't go wrong. It's super e- easy to travel with. I'd probably say my favorite shade is Petal for the spring. It's like this bright poppy pink that just adds so much life to your face. It's absolutely gorgeous. You just apply it right on your face. It's in stick form. You can blot it on with your fingers. I use a beauty blender. It's one of my favorite blushes ever. It just helps me to look alive. There's another Westman Atelier product that I would qualify as like a blush slash highlight. It's kind of like a multitasker. It's the super loaded tinted highlight. And I have the shade peach. That would be my desert island item. They say, Alex, you're going to be on a, on a deserted island. Did I say desert island? I think it's just deserted. Could be a desert. Okay. But if they're, if they're letting me choose, I don't want it to be. I want it to be like a beach. If they say, Alex, you're going to a deserted island. I'm like, cool. Where? When are you taking me? I need a break. And they say, you can bring one makeup item with you. It would be the Westman Atelier Super Loaded Tinted Highlight. The price tag's a little bit high. The sale helps. But I can honestly say I've had mine for well over a year. Used it almost every day. And I'm just now at pan where I'm like, I need to think about replacing this. And I probably will. The sale is a good opportunity. But that's my greatest makeup item of all time. I truly thought you were choosing that makeup item over like food as like one of your three. And I, I honestly didn't even phase me. I, I might. It's uh, it's just that good. But I can feed myself. I'll rummage on the island or whatever. There's got to be something there. Tom Hanks did it. Or did he? I'm a big lover of like lipsticks, lip glosses. I own a ton, but somehow I find myself reaching for the same thing every single time. And it's the Tower 28 Lip Jelly Lip Glosses. I cannot tell you when people say like, oh, this lip gloss isn't sticky, but let my hair blow in the wind and tell me, okay? The second that thing is stuck in my lips, I'm like, you lied. And that's a, that's a serious offense. These Tower 28 lip glosses are actually not sticky. Actually not sticky. My favorite shade is coconut, then pistachio, then cashew. Kind of sounds like foods I would also find on the island, maybe. A, a coconut, pistachio tree, cashew bush. I don't know. It's my island. I'm going to design it. But it truly is the, the most top tier lip gloss. If you can get your hands on this, it is like winning the inf- infinity stone. I don't know what they call it in Marvel, but I feel like that's what I call people. Infinity ring, infinity stone. Let's say a Horcrux. I'm, I'm much more well-versed. You've, you've, uh, you've gotten the elder wand. If you can find this product in stores, I've lost, I've lost the lead here, but I swear I'm getting somewhere. The rare beauty bronzer sticks. They have been sold out for a while. If you can find one in your local store, get it. I'm actually not a fan of bronzer sticks. I much prefer like a powder bronzer to put it all over my face. This stick changed me. Like It, it changed what I thought about makeup, about applying makeup. It is so creamy. It blends like a dream. It looks unbelievable. It's a must-have product in my makeup arsenal now. I feel like I cannot apply makeup without it. I do some on my forehead, uh, kind of more up on my cheek, not so much in the hollows and then under my chin, some on my nose. And I honestly feel like I'm Kim Kardashian applying makeup when I do it. They're not contour sticks. Like you're not trying to, I, maybe you could use them for contour, but you, you don't need to get like snatched with them. Like have a different shaped face. It's just the most beautiful bronzy, 
hue that's left on your skin. And it looks so beautifully and softly defined. Oh, I just love them. Michael, is there anything that you talk about the way I talk about bronzer sticks or makeup in general? Sports? Basketball? No, I don't think there's anything I get this excited about. All yeah. my sports teams stink. <laughs> That's why you don't choose sports as your hobby. Somebody's always losing. In beauty, nobody's losing. We're always winning. Maybe golf. Golf. Golf courses. I mean, why don't you like blow up one golf course right now? Like the way I just blew up that bronzer stick, go, go absolutely in on one golf course. Oh, I'm not going to do it justice. <laughs> That's not what the people want. Let, just tell us what it is. Maybe, maybe somebody's listening to this and they love golf or they're in the car with somebody that loves golf and they want to know. Well, Pebble Beach, of course. Okay. Come you on. don't have to brag about it. I'm just kidding. That was epic. We went to... We drove seven hours to Pebble Beach for Michael's 30th birthday um, almost two years ago now. And it was. Year and a half. Settle down. Hey. I'm not almost 32. Actually, you are. Uh, and I just turned 31. So. No, it, it was honestly iconic at Pebble Beach. I couldn't believe it was Disney World for golfers. Even I, who can barely hold a club, was like, OK, this is a big deal. But anyway, back to beauty. Also, if you're picking up that stick from Rare Beauty, or if you can't find it, I would definitely get the Positive Light Highlighter. Ooh, it is nice. And you can mix it with their Pinch Me Blush. Okay, I said I said I don't really do one thing per facial area, but there are some really good things. Rare Beauty has no misses for me so far. I tend not to wear mascara during the day because I just find myself rubbing my eyes and it's a mess. But when I go out, I want them to be dramatic. I want them to be... I flutter my eyes at you and you're like, who is she? And that mascara that does it for me is the Pat McGrath Dark Star Mascara. It is so good. Like I cannot say enough how beautiful it makes lashes look. They're not like long spidery lashes. If that's your thing, this probably isn't the mascara for you. They're more like sultry kind of thick fat lashes. And I love that look. I think it's so beautiful. My friend Joelle introduced me to this mascara, and I don't think I'll ever go back. I probably should wear mascara during the day. Honestly, I, I like the look of mascara, but I just, I don't know. I start rubbing my eyes, and my eyes get irritated. It's allergy season here in Vegas. It's just not in the cards for me right now. I used to treat my hair like it was the bottom of a broom, okay? Like, I let it get super dry, didn't really protect it. I was doing all the wrong things. And finally, a few months ago, I'm like, this has gotten, this has gotten really bad. So I started doing more research on hair care and how to protect it. And there's a couple of things I've been using that I absolutely love. And they're all from the Brio Gio. I think that's right. Like Brio, like the Italian restaurant and Gio, like National Geographic. I'm shocked at how quickly I just brought that together. Brio Gio from the Don't Despair Repair line. The first one is the deep conditioning mask. If you don't have a hair mask, this is going to change you. Every time I do it, I'm like, I have new hair now. It's no longer the bottom of a broom. Now it's like Pantene commercial vibes. I love in those commercials where at the bottom, it's like hair enhancers use. Yeah, no kidding. Sorry, it's, it's sensitive for me. My hair, is, my hair is a sensitive topic. But the deep conditioning mask is, I use it mm, like once every two weeks. I could be using it more, but it's a lot for me right now. It's like get in the shower, do the mask, come out, get back in the shower. It's a little much. The next thing is not from the don't despair repair. It's from the farewell frizz line from Briogeo. It's the farewell frizz blow dry 
perfection and heat protectant cream. Holy grail. I was an animal and was not using any kind of heat protectant. When I blow dried my hair, straightened it, curled it, nothing. I was going in with raw hair strands. And apparently that is like the worst thing you could possibly do. And I was doing it every day on the reg. I'd be like, should I get extensions? Why doesn't my hair look good? It wasn't the solution. It wasn't the solution. Getting fake bangs, not the solution. It was this frizz cream. It protects hair. It definitely has taken down frizz. It makes hair so soft. I feel like when I'm blow drying it, it's much more easy to manage. I'm going to be restocking this at the sale. It's so, so good. And it doesn't make hair greasy or feel weighed down. It doesn't even feel like it's there. It just adds some shine and says, bye frizz. Like I said, I'm very, I'm very sensitive about my hair. I also learned, hot tip, you should put your hair in a protective style at night. So like braid it. So like I just used to put it on top of my head in a bun or just let it fly. And I've just created all the cardinal sins of hair care, I guess. Now I braid it. I put in a little hair oil. I'm basically Frederick Fakai now. Like I'm going to be a hair legacy because I, because I started braiding my hair at night. But I just thought it'd be fun to give you some of Alex's top picks, her fun little picks on the fun little podcast for the Sephora sale or go to Ulta, go anywhere. If you missed the bonus episode, we made an exciting announcement in there. There will be new episodes of Alex's fun little podcast every Wednesday. And I just want to say thank you so, so, so much to everybody that has listened, downloaded, shared the pod because in less than a week we've had over 500 downloads and I feel like that's a lot like I was not anticipating that whatsoever I thought maybe some friends and family would start sharing it around some internet friends would be listening uh we were looking at the geography of where people were listening we had someone from the Bahamas like two people from Berlin someone from Russia it was wild to see and I'm overwhelmed with the support and just so grateful that you've made this a part of your day or you're driving to work or your nighttime routine. This feels a little bit chaotic to listen to at night. If you're trying to wind down, maybe go to like the calm app or something for that. But again, I just want to say thank you so much. Looking forward to all the episodes to come and I will see you guys next Wednesday. Bye. Bye.